And welcome, welcome, welcome to episode nine of Man's Worst Critics, where I, Noah Davis, along with Lane Wellman and John Pina, plus our special guest this week, Tristan Super Hill. Secret special guest. Hello. Talk about everything ranging from movies, TV, video games, and more, or whatever we want to talk about this week. Yeah, because we, usually... <laughs> <laughs> we usually start off with the news, so that's what we'll get into today. Our first piece of news is kind of an update for last week. Uh, reports are coming in that some theater chains are considering adjusting ticket prices to Warner Bros. movies after their recent move to publish them on HBO Max for the first month of release. And I feel like that's a stupid idea. I mean, how many Warner Brothers movies do you think come out in a year? Assuming every movie uh, theater across the country actually reduced the prices. Next year, next year it's oh, going to be 18. Yeah. yeah, it's 18 titles. So if you think, uh, what's the average cost of a movie? You'd say like nine bucks a ticket, ten. Average is probably like ten. Yeah. Ten, I'll say. Yeah. That's so, a national average. Let's say they cut it to like eight to six, even. You really gonna watch eighteen movies for six bucks? Like you probably watch one of those maybe. Now that it's cut, but you still have COVID for the next year, so I kind of go. That doesn't mean yeah, shit. I don't. I don't see because this is more of a retaliation towards Warner Bros. Right. I don't see yeah. how this works out. If they right. make the price less, then I would be more inclined to go see a Warner Bros. movie. And if they make it more, Warner Bros. is going to make more money from it. Or they don't do either, and people still get HBO Max and don't go to the theater. How much is HBO Max? Fifteen a month, fourteen a month. So nice. it's like one movie okay. ticket or. 18 movies, you know. Uh, we'll see how that goes, though. That'll undoubtedly happen, you know, in the coming months. I think One Woman 84 is going to be the first movie of that slew. Okay. We also have news. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first one was fine. We also have news that Disney Plus has hit 86 million subscribers when their original plan was to hit 90 million by 2024. God wow. damn! <laughs> so I guess I guess that worked out for them, huh? Yeah, I th I think they they might have hit their mark. It turns out the uh, being a fucking streaming business in 2020, uh, pretty profitable, pretty profitable <laughs> little endeavor to undertake. Yeah. Even though yeah. they really, I mean, they really don't have a ton on there, you know. Like I feel like people are just describing just for Mando right now. No, I mean, if you have kids, yeah, I think I think it's a majority of like young parents with small children who have and I feel a like need to watch, watch Toy Story two. Yeah, that's the other yeah. thing is like there there are like tons of like I I know like all these like college white girls that are like oh I love Cinderella I watched that like every night when I was younger and now that they have access to do that they literally do like, it. I'm watching it every I'm watching night. every single night. <laughs> it's like all like all these people are like, I love Disney so much. I go to, you know, Disneyland eighteen times a year, like whatever. Yeah, I think that's huge too. Beating your mark by four years is uh yeah. I'd say quite an accomplishment. I think it's bullshit. They are doing too well as it is. They don't they didn't need that. Right. Now they're just like they're like patting themselves on the back, they're like, Yeah, we did it. Well, just think. I mean, just think. They're only making eighty-six million times at least five dollars. So I mean, I mean, that's not that much a month. And they're raising it to eight. They're <laughs> raising it to eight. eight. Oh, really? Nah. Yeah. Not that much yeah. money. Not that much not money. That much. Yeah. 
just a, times that by a month, and then you times that by 12, and that's just one year of profit. And, I you mean, think it, it makes sense. If God believed in money, or had money, that they would go, hmm, that's a little much, Disney. Like, I don't even have that much money. Like, like calm down a little bit. Don't you know those people yeah, starving dude. on the same planet that you're on? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know whose fault that is. <laughs> uh, some of these, uh, the next few news things are a part of that whole mess of news that Disney released last week. Uh, but some I just forgot to mention. Like a Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie starring John Mulaney and Andy Samberg coming to Disney+. Plus. That sounds... Animated? Uh, don't know. Terrible. If it's animated, yeah. <laughs> I will be okay with it. If it's not animated, it can kill itself. It, it does sound awful. Like, I'm not sure you could have picked two worse voices for me to just want to watch a trash fire. So is it like, if that movie's good, I'm going to be kind of annoyed. Isn't their whole thing like their voices and they're going to change that to fucking Andy Samberg? And... I would assume, yeah. It's going to sound like John, like I'm watching a John Mulaney stand, or I'm watching fucking Big Mouth, but they're... Big Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. <laughs> I mean, maybe they pitch up the to the chipmunk voice. I think that'd be funny. That would be okay. I think that'd be funny. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be funny. It would be. I would be more okay with it. <laughs> I'm with Tristan. I'm with Tristan. It's just. It's a flat no. No. It is an unabashed no. Oh, because That's Andy Samberg's voice coming out of a chipmunk's not going to be cringe enough. <laughs> I mean, it's better than him it. being like the ch like if it's like two random people playing the chipmunks and they're just like their live action buddies. I think that's way worse. Yeah, that would be... I feel like I would like I that hope more. It's not live action. No, because like, sure, like, sure you remember like that. The Alvin and the Chipmunk live-action CGI mm. hybrid. Yeah, that's true. The Where they're like, yeah, that's fucking terrible. Yeah, that's they true. made like four of those, dude. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Four of them. Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakle, and then Alvin and the Chipmunks <laughs> uh, vacation. Yeah, like world tour or something. Yeah. Cool. No, that's the Trolls world tour, dude. Come uh, on. I, it's something like that. I my nieces and nephews are Come obsessed on, with it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, we also have news from Disney that Indian Jones 5 is confirmed to be in the production with James Mangold directing, who directed movies such as Logan and Wolverine. Or did he do Logan? He definitely did Logan and 310 to Yuma, uh, among other films. Two great movies. Yes, fantastic movies. Now, whether he can save the indie franchise after four, make it rated R. Is Harrison <laughs> Ford all in sure it? Dude. Harrison Ford is confirmed to return. I think it's also confirmed his last. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I'm so Con done confirmed. with these sequels on sequels on sequels. Just well, I can't, I, can't, I can't wait till his son <laughs> kills him in the end. His new character's son kills him in the end, throws him into a pit or whatever. You know. Who's his son? It's Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I remember Shia LaBeouf was in one of these, but I didn't know if I was, was referencing Kylo Ren. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Shia LaBeouf could return. I would take a Shia LaBeouf Ooh. Indiana Jones. I don't think they Shia tried. LaBeouf's doing that's anything. Like, that's, that's literally what 4 was supposed to do. It's supposed to set up for Shia LaBeouf to be Indiana Jones. And it was so fucking bad they didn't make one for 12 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Classic. Classic George Lucas and Spielberg, I guess. 
uh, we have news that Ben Affleck is to star in a Harry Houdini movie for Disney. Ooh, and I don't right. know if that means he's playing Harry Houdini. Um, it's just set in the same town as Harry Houdini. I, I just don't think Ben Affleck, when I think Harry Houdini, I'm not sure what actor I would think of, but... I don't I really think I know what Harry Houdini looks yeah, like. I, he doesn't really strike me as Ben Affleck type. No, not. You're correct so about I'm that. I'm not sure if he's going to no. play him or not. Or if he kind of looks like Robin Williams like... a little bit. Too late for that one. Yeah, I don't think he's playing him. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We've got time. CG and robots. and <laughs> no. we, He said enough voice lines for a fucking army. So. They just repurposed the voice lines from Aladdin. <sighs> That's bad. I'd watch it. I'm st- well, okay. Yeah, good. I'm yeah. still gonna watch the Ben Affleck one because I love you know Ben Affleck, but that's fine. Yeah, Big Ben, baby. Yeah, yeah. I don't even care about him. He was a good even... Batman. Honestly. Yeah, he's a badass. I can't think of a Ben Affleck movie I really like. Gone Girl. Um, Good Will Hunting. Good Will Hunting. Argo is okay. Argo is good. Gone Girl is pretty good. Yeah, that's you it. Don't tell me. Uh, that's, that's it. Daredevil. Daredevil. Oh, uh, okay, no. Daredevil. That's it. That's the <laughs> one. Classic movie. What was that 2000, 2001 or so? 2004, 2003. Oof. Yep. Good one. You know, we need uh, him to reprise his role in the new Spider-Man. Yeah, movie. in the new Spider-Man. <laughs> Speaking of the new Spider-Man, Ooh, we segways. have rumors that Green Goblin, played by oh, Willem Dafoe, and Sandman, played by Thomas Hayden Church, I think. But yeah, Thomas Hayden Church is returning for Spidey 3. And the I, more I, I hear wait. about this movie, the more I hear about this movie, the more I think it's going to turn into a Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Too an much. Amazing Spider- yes. Or an Amazing Spider-Man 2. When it had fucking three different plot lines, there were four different villains and plenty of cameos, and you just didn't know what to latch onto, so it turned out to be a shitstorm. Yeah. But so it's Marvel... <laughs> I mean, come on. And it's going to make a billion dollars. It's going to make. If they can dollars. do Endgame, they can do this. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they can do Endgame. I get that, but I'm not sure, man. This just seems overkill unless some of these characters are in for half a second. It's just like, oh, you saw them. Gone. What if they're just like teams? What if it's like, like the trio of Spider Men versus like a team of all the bad guys? Though? I hope so. Oh yeah, what if it's what if it's like a new Goblin and Spider-Man team up against uh, Sandman and Venom, and there's uh, climax. I mean, that it just that sounds like Spider-Man three. I don't know. Is Tobey Maguire gonna reprise his role? Yeah. Apparently so. Yeah. Yeah, he's old man Spidey. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm in. That is literally the only Spider-Man I've wanted to see. It's just an older Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but we had to have his origin story three times now just in case we all forgot i forget so he's a spider like from the waist down or something he's got spider feet and hands that's why he can crawl up shit that's yeah. it. <laughs> that makes sense uh, some more actually more recent disney news is that johnny depp is confirmed not to return for the pirates of the caribbean reboot sucks go back would it be better to be a spider from the waist up <laughs> With human legs and just the spider body? Do I get two arms? Like two spider arms? 
if I, I feel like you get ha- mm. That's a hard yeah, question. Yeah, I kind of want, like... Four. You get like, four. Right. I'm, I'm four at two on each side, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do I have my real arms, too, or just a spider? Just your just your legs and genitals of the human, oh, and then... But I'm if you do legs spider, down, I'm, I'm if you do legs that. down, you get fucking spider web. Right? Correct. You don't have oh, you don't shit. have a web wrap if you're a spider. Yeah, wrap. I think I'm I'm taking spider down because then I could like eat my regular food and then probably get around a little quicker. But if I'm spider up, I gotta eat bugs and shit that spiders eat. <laughs> but then I just walk around like yes. normal <laughs> with, a, with a human dick and balls. You can climb things. You probably gonna... can't put clothes on. If you're that <laughs> big, if you're that big, you're eating bigger shit than bugs, you know. Yeah, you're probably eating. Okay, like birds, a neighborhood like, cat or something. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't sound any more appealing than like Taco I'm Bell. I'm gonna up, eat. Dude. I can still eat Taco Bell know. if I'm Spider down. I'm going Spider up for sure. Oh. <laughs> spider down <laughs> sounds okay. I don't know how the digestion works with Spider down. The spider assume up. It, I assume it all is fine. Uh, assume it's all fine. Oh, it all okay. takes up. Mm. Spider down. Spider down. Just like spider down. webs. It's spider down. Okay, it's I'm spider. glad. No. Spider centaur is the winner. I can shoot webs out my ass, and then I can walk across them. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. All right, something uh, about Johnny Depp. Yeah. I think oh, you yeah. said uh, Johnny Depp is not returning for the Pirates of the Caribbean reboot, which he was most definitely supposed to. Uh, this sucks. This sucks. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> Lane is on Team Dip. Team Dip. Why? Team so, team. why is this happening? I know. I know there's an Amber Heard thing. That's, like that's what? Right. It did what progressed in that? Like uh, he lost the case, oh. the defamation case. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. Oh. oh. He's, but, but he's not charged with anything. But she's not charged with anything. So presumably she was telling the truth. Presumably that's how the ruling would have you think. So yeah. Yeah, the also, sucks. Eight, <laughs> some, sucks. Someone did the math. Eight point two five billion on the uh, Disney Plus stream money. Subscription. Is that for a month or a year? That's for, for the year. Eight point two five annual. Okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm that's not okay. Gonna yeah. So what? Like so what? Eight so, billion dollars. So that's maybe what five Marvel movies. I think five Marvel movies. Yeah, that, I think that. I mean, though. and also like if they were, dude. By the time they hit 2024, when they were projected to like hit these numbers, they're already gonna be. It's gonna like they're gonna. Be, they're already gonna be 32 billion dollars richer by that point. Yeah, <laughs> and I assume it's gonna keep growing from there. I don't really see it ever uh, yeah, like coming I, down. Honestly, so it's like, because hey, remember I, when we were supposed to be making eight billion dollars this year, and we've already made 32 billion dollars from this shit. Yeah, I, I don't think story. Disney Plus has even hit every territory or country either. I think that is strictly Europe and America right now. So That's if they progress story. to other countries such as India and you know other Asian countries and all that, that's going to be even more. Toxic Just like Netflix fuck. did. Toxic as fuck. Because Netflix continues to grow somehow, even though <laughs> it, it seems like everybody has a Netflix. Whatever. Everyone has a Netflix login. Let's say that. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, some more not-so-great news. Uh, Freeform Network has canceled Joss Whedon's new show before it even started production. Didn't that and just happen I... the other week? Nope, that was another show. 
That is why Josh, I added this Josh news. Tweeted. That is <laughs> okay, why I damn. added this news. Well, here's the thing. He is actually under some sort of investigation oh, for fuck. mistreating the guy who played Cyborg in the Justice League reshoots. Yeah. So people are assuming this is literally just because of that. He ruined Justice League. This is what he gets. Snyder <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cut, baby. Canceled by the twi- networks. Twitch move of him. Twitch move of him. <laughs> yeah, what a twitcher, dude. <laughs> what a twitcher. Joss Whedon's such a twitch, dude. Yeah. Uh, hashtag, hashtag twitcher. Yeah, uh, just in case you were wondering, the show is called Pippa Smith, Grown-Up Detective, and it's going to be a dark comedy. Uh, now it doesn't matter, because Joss Whedon's out of a job for the next year or two. Oh, Hopefully Joss. he still makes money off Alias and Avengers. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I right. think he's just slightly cancelled. I don't think he's full cancelled, you know? Well, oh, yeah. he's network cancelled. So, yeah. the fans haven't cancelled him yet. That's what matters. Yeah. Uh, Paramount has announced that they are producing a Dungeons & Dragons movie with Chris Pine set to star in the main role. What is a Dungeons & Dragons movie? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I mean, are they? I, I really wish they'd have like a meta Dungeons and Dragons movie. Are they dudes playing the game Dungeons and Dragons? That's what I'm saying. I, I don't <laughs> think so. I really doubt that's what's going to happen, even though that's what should happen. They should have a group of people at a table, have a whole <clears throat> climax resolution, you know, film the scenes as if they're the characters, but yeah. then cut back to the table and stuff. I think that would be um, a little Jumanji kind of action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a community kind of, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'd be really cool with that, I think. I'm imagining it's a really cheesy, shitty fantasy movie. Yep, I'm assuming Chris Pine's gonna slay a fucking dragon, he's gonna meet a woman, Uh, there's gonna be some sexual chemistry, he's gonna meet some sidekick, you know, classic. I like Chris Pine too, so I'll probably watch it. Yeah, yeah. he's alright. He's alright. Okay, wait, wait, so... so... So I googled Chris Pine, and I'm going to take us on a little detour here. Have you heard of the movie Don't Worry, no, Darling? No. It's a movie coming out directed by Olivia Wilde and starring her. Uh, it's Classic. like a 1950s housewife psychological horror thing. And it's got Nick Kroll, Chris Pine, Olivia Wilde, as I said, and Harry Styles. And I'm just confused. About... I've got so many questions about what is happening here. Why is Nick Kroll and why is Harry Styles in a movie money. directed by Olivia Wilde? Money. Money. <laughs> Paychecks. Money, speak. me, money. You can quite power. literally get an actor to do anything you want if the paycheck's big enough. They got they got Wesley Snipes to play a uh, crossdresser in a movie like 20 years ago so i mean i'm pretty sure you can do anything with money <laughs> if you okay. dream it you can achieve it yeah i believe you those are powerful yeah. words <laughs> <laughs> getting that tattooed Thank on my you. forehead uh, well we have news that during production of the recently started jackass 4 jackass 4 steve-o and johnny knoxville have both been hospitalized Four Try days like after 50. the start. Don't fucking shop there. Yeah. yeah. Who thought this was a good idea? Are they hurting? For, they they have to be hurting for money, I guess. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, all right, we blew all the fucking money. We like, we used our young bodies to make. 
let's <laughs> let's do one more ride all right everyone's gonna love it and yeah getting That's injured bad. four days into production usually isn't doesn't bode well for <laughs> did, did you hear the the incident what happened no i didn't even know no, second day of filming jackass they're hospitalized on a full speed treadmill with band equipment awesome love it they add quote so they get... fucking tubas in their, <laughs> in, their, in, their, awesome. in their comment to the reporters oh fuck tubas so, i mean big so pieces of metal that. on a treadmill awesome <laughs> that's where at it gets full you. speed and jumping onto it like and yeah having a 50 year old body that's been yeah, destroyed <laughs> And they're sober now, so they don't even have the alcohol to fall back on. Alcohol, the coke, and the pills, and the fucking everything. They're just old pieces of shit getting hurt. (laughs) And it's it's not as if, yeah, it's not as if they had 40 years of athlete training. They had 40 years of just shitting on their bodies. (laughs) What they need to do? Sitting or inflicting harm on themselves. What they need to do is just fucking write some books and be inspirational speakers or something like the steve route yeah, yeah the, like just yeah. chill that's what they need to do making a youtube channel making millions off youtube getting 100 million views in one night or like a week or something crazy steve yeah. Dude, is doing. they need to get a vineyard call it jablinski vineyards there you go <laughs> jackass vineyards <laughs> yeah jackass vineyards did you ever start oh, selling those i had that website saved and i was like i'm gonna buy a bottle of this whenever it goes pull it up right now we'll yeah. update no, i'm hands. pulling it up i'm pulling it up <laughs> shop now i clicked uh still coming soon Ooh, god damn still it coming soon he's letting those check... grapes ripen a bit god damn Let it me check the instagram mm. nope last instagram post was nine weeks ago jack awesome. Black, come on man jablinski yeah. fans yeah. are waiting for some wine Man. Okay, uh, moving on, we have news that John Hamm will star in the reboot of the Fletch movie series, which was an action Chevy comedy Chase? series featuring Chevy Chase. Um, I don't really know much about Fletch. I just like seeing John Hamm get more roles other than Don Draper. Yeah, he <laughs> needs to be in more stuff, man. Yeah. Because he, it seems like his career has taken a weird turn ever since Mad Men stopped. He hasn't really, I don't know, fit into Baby the Baby right Driver. Role. I think he was good in that. He's been like supporting roles, but no main yeah, roles. He isn't Baby Driver. Yeah, and needs, I don't know uh, if you all saw thing. Tag, which was kind oh, of a Tag bad okay. movie. But it was, it was okay. surprisingly good for what it was, yeah. like, you know, what the whole plot was and everything. And Did you see Date Night? Night? Uh... Or game yes. night? Game, game night. night, yes, yeah. Game night. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I thought you were thinking of, but then I was like, that doesn't sound right. Yes, no, no, I have seen night. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I watched that in Tag, and I just associate, associate them. Uh, I feel like I watched them, like, also, like, back-to-back. I think or, they're like, at a, the same HBO, HBO or something, yeah, totally. Uh, that's weird. Yeah, uh, John Hamm, can't wait for a uh, starring role. I'm surprised he hasn't been in like, a, in, like, a spy, like, fake James Bond kind of movie. You know has he I mean? not? Because I thought he has been, I and I like, couldn't tell you what it is. I couldn't either. Is he like man from Uncle, or my Mister? No, that's maybe. that's that's Henry Cavill. No, that's just. It seems like he's got the face for a spy for a James yeah. Bond American. Kind of in a in a fake spy movie, there's Keeping Up with the Joneses with Zach Galifianakis. He mm, played one of the comedy. bad spy. Well, of course, he said fake James Bond. 
I mean, like a well, shitty James I mean, Bond. That's what I, I meant. Mean, just yeah, but you know, still see. It's gonna be Top Gun. <laughs> that's James Bond, right? He's in Top Gun. Okay, sure. Why not? I guess he, he'll take what he can get. Well, Top Gun Maverick, uh, he'll be in there, right? Right. Right. Okay, we have news from Universal because, of course, they're gonna keep trying. We have a new Van Helsing movie that is going to be directed by Julius Avery, who directed Overlord uh, two or three years ago. What's Overlord? Um, it was that World War II alternate history sci-fi produced by J.J. Abrams. I never saw it. Um, never heard I'm, of it. I, I just said. love how <clears throat> Universal is still going with the monster movie route. I think we've talked about Invisible Man multiple times. Plus up. Uh, then we had that Channing Tatum tongue-in-cheek monster movie announced. So I guess this is part of that wave. Universal has just wanted to sell those properties or get those properties off the ground. Um, you know, it's kind Did of a battle. Did you guys see like, uh, the second Godzilla movie, King of Monsters? No, I still haven't watched it. Don't. I, I mean, I, do. <laughs> I have to see King Don't. Ghidorah. I have to see Ghidorah. It's bad, yeah. man. I mean, uh, I sat through Kong. So. Kong was better, man. Sadly. Oh, God, Kong wasn't even that good. Exactly, it's bad. <laughs> I didn't even like the first Godzilla, the 2014 one. Like, it was okay. No, but... it's good. It's good. Yes, it is. Thank you. <laughs> it's not bad. I don't, I don't think it's shit, but... Now you think it's good after seeing the second I'm, I'm not saying it's good. Well, yeah, after I saw that one, it's the best <laughs> we've ever seen. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, Kong and uh, Godzilla, that's going to be one of the HBO Max movies. Yeah. They're going to be on HBO Max for the first month. So. I'm excited to see that. I guess I should watch the... I need to watch the second one so I can see the setup, you know? Right. That plot. How do I figure out how Kong and Godzilla meet? You don't need to. I I do. <laughs> it's just two uh, big guys battling. Kind of in addition to last week's news, the Chappelle show has been removed by HBO Max following Netflix's decision to do so. <clears throat> which I just wanted to mention because good on them. Uh, I guess they got fucked in their contracts. Like, <laughs> is Netflix and HBO Max just losing that money? I wonder. Hmm. Or, I'm I just curious as to how that even works. I have no idea. Uh, that's, yep. You know. I really have no we idea. We also got our first look at Jared Padalecki, which I think you'll recognize him from Supernatural. Wayne is playing Walker, Texas Ranger in the new Why? Series. Why are we rebooting so many old IPs just we fucking make something no, new? No. Because the new thing would just be like Talker, Texas Ranger or something. <laughs> the new thing would literally just be a complete rip of it. And then you'd be people would be wondering, Oh, where's Walker, Texas Ranger? Yeah, what happened? So, and it's network television. Do you think the people who watch network television these days care about reboots? Hell no. No. Yes. I, they they got to be thinking, I'm saving myself a fortune, though, because I'm not paying $15 a month plus $8 a month plus $9 a <laughs> month plus $12 a month. Uh, you guys should watch this trailer. You guys oh. should watch this trailer because uh, his country accent's really something. Okay. I'll watch it. It even sounds good. like... No. Yeah, that's nope. fine. It even know, sounds like he's actually from the South, but his accent's just a little weird. I, I can't place it. 
but definitely watch that trailer. It looks pretty awesome. It's like a fresh off the bayou, Louisiana kind of accent. No, no, it's definitely going for Texan. It's definitely going for Texan. Uh, it just doesn't come off as that rough farmhand Texan. <laughs> okay, speaking of reboots that John loves, we're getting a reboot of Little House on the Prairie. That's what we all wanted. Uh, no one, no one needs no this. We're just wasting. <laughs> I put it on here because what a waste of money. I put it on here oh because God. one, how is that? How do they think that's relevant in any way, shape, or form? So we're I gonna don't... go back to those uh, agrarian times soon, brother. <laughs> we should have a post-apocalyptic little house yeah. in the prairie. <laughs> that. <laughs> There you go, man. Start yeah, writing there it. There's, yeah, there's the reboot. Everything's destroyed. It's just mom, pa, and the family. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it's going to be based on the books. I didn't realize it, it's like a series. It's like a... What's the term for when a movie's based on, like, side characters and then just, like, expands the universe a little bit from a main movie? But it's not part of, like, the... Know. Just make up a word. Story? Just make up a word right now for yeah, it because I don't know. Yeah, make up a word right now. The half cool. That <laughs> half cool, <laughs> yeah. So the half cool of like the uh, cool. brother uh, from, or the husband, I guess, from uh, fucking no, no, the brother, the son from Interstellar, the farm, you know, and he's taking care of the dying plant. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Dad <laughs> left us. <laughs> That's that little house on the prairie okay, in post-apocalyptic yeah. Earth. So yeah, what were you saying? It needs a spin on it. This is yeah. a little house on a prairie no. needs a spin. There's not gonna be a spin. It just needs to not happen. Oh my god. Oh, lane, lane, <laughs> lane, lane. Money talks. Okay. No. Yeah. Money talks. Money and talks. It yeah. told Are they gonna get money from this though? <laughs> yeah. Probably somehow. It's a reboot. It's a reboot. Hollywood, what reboot hasn't oh made money? Hollywood makes money off failures, anyways. So it's not. Yeah, I was gonna say, have mm-hmm. a, What reboot You're has right. not made money? You're I can't right. think of one. They will make probably money. Probably write it off in taxes somehow. Like, no one's losing anything. You're any right. Sleep over this. You're right. Uh, some more TV news. We have Wait, AP Bio. What? What are the odds that? Are you, you think they'll actually have like a racially diverse cast for that? Hell no. It's just gonna be. No, oh, no I, assume, I assume not. I'm just saying, wouldn't it be funny if it was like like a multi-ethnic family in like 1870s, <laughs> like Kansas? Yeah, I'm back into it. I, I would watch it. <laughs> I, would, uh, I would watch it. I'm just like, no way. I'm just imagining just my... People in the town just politely greet them and it's all family-like. I'm just trying to imagine like my 91-year-old grandma likes that like little house on the prairie and just like i just like show her like hey grandma guess what they like there's a new little house on the prairie you want to watch her thing she'd be like turn this shit off yeah a lesbian asian daughter (laughs) (laughs) no she just she just like explodes into fire like right there on the couch literally spontaneously (laughs) god damn it okay uh yeah um ap bio has been renewed for season four Thank at Peacock, which yeah, The Office and all that. Yeah, it's more just um, good for Glenn Howerton for making a side gig or a side hustle successful. Um, it's not that I, good of a show, though. It's okay. Yeah, I think it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah, I think it's, it's fine. It's show. just Dennis being a teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
It, it's definitely. He's got no range. <laughs> yeah, it's no. definitely. <laughs> and I also wanted to add this as a sidebar. Speaking of Peacock, they are adding an office channel where it literally will stream The Office 24-7 <laughs> on whatever device Random episodes? Using. Just shuffling I, them? I don't know. Just a channel, a specific thing. You click, and it will do The Office 24-7 nonstop. Do so you I think, think Peacock, Peacock gets it? Good, or do you think people are going to get it? Or? I think now they will. What's the office I think enough Netflix? people want to watch The Office, yeah. Do you think really? there's a feature... You think there's a feature where I can play every single episode of The Office at the same time? <laughs> just like just have simultaneously, yeah. or they could they could all just be on like to overlap each other. I don't care. I just I just want to know that I could do it. Whatever. Yeah, they'll add it right after. Whatever. That was stupid. Uh, okay, move on. Influences. Yeah, they're working on it, man. Okay. No, cool. no, I <laughs> they're working. They're working, on <laughs> they're working real hard on that. They heard this right now, and we got our goons going. <laughs> I definitely think Peacock will succeed once The Office leaves Netflix, because. The Office yeah, has a too shit many ton people of watch it. Yeah, too it's gonna have it. it's gonna have The Office and PNR. Yeah, it might not be as successful as Disney Plus or HBO Max or anything, but it'll definitely get some money. I don't think it'll get shut down within six months, like certain other streaming apps. Say it. I'll um, say it. Say it. <laughs> I don't think I don't think the fans are as crazy as the comparison I'm about to make. So don't think that I think these two things are equivalent, but. I bet more people are fans of The Office than they are of Star Wars in the United States, not mm. global. And I feel like the only reason Star Wars makes so much money and has so many things is because people also buy the merch and this and that. I feel like if enough people really just wanted to watch The Office – like I know so many people who have never seen a single Star Wars thing and love The Office, and that's just because of Netflix. Yeah. And I think they would just easily follow it over to Peacock. I don't know. This is weird to quantify. No, I, agree. I don't even know if I can even I agree. reply to that. Because if you had one streaming service that had all the like The Office, and then like Disney Plus had Star Wars the streaming service, like which one is going to have more viewers appeal? Yeah, I think I think the they're going to have more subscribers yeah, to the, the Office, Office streaming. Okay, yeah, okay. This is why it's hard to quantify because The Office is just a TV show, whereas Star Wars has books and movies and TV and. Their Star Wars and it's been around for they, can, they, can, they can have all of it on that streaming service, and I still think The Office will win. They can have the movies, all the shows, the spinoffs. If it's one included purchase, I think so. I don't think this that many people are interested weird... in Star Wars. I think <laughs> the people who are interested in Star Wars are obsessed. I I disagree. I, this is such I a weird... I... I can't make it. <laughs> no, because, like, I... Dude, no, it's it's true. <laughs> they, they definitely pay for The Office. No, The Office would beat Star Wars. <laughs> that's a great argument i just <laughs> i'm just, I'm just in my head i'm just like how can you disagree with that but because that's a good rebuttal noah star wars has been around since the 70s doesn't it's, mean shit been around for so long it's bigger than ever right now with mandalorian and all these new shows that just got announced like it's but, insane but the Mandalorian, Mandalorian is only little... getting viewers because it's already on Disney Plus. Where everyone like, there are Star Wars fans that are buying. I I only buy Disney Plus to watch the Mandalorian at the end of the season. I can binge it. That's the only time I buy Disney Plus. But like, if if you were like, hey, we have the Star Wars streaming service. There's going to be a brand new show called The Mandalorian. Like the only like no, no I just don't think. I don't, I don't know. 
I'm just now like you're saying Mandalorian versus so The Office, yeah, not Star Wars versus The Office. I just don't. If we're but but you it, using the Mandalorian as an argument that like that's like that's just helping Star Wars. I didn't. I didn't mean to open the floodgates you on this did, argument. No, you did. <laughs> I, was, I, would I know, also I know like the Star Wars out. and people. Is I would like to stuff. point out that there are probably, I don't know, a couple million under 13-year-olds who are Star Wars fans, whereas The Office has zero of those kids. And that's already some sort of offset, but I think. none I think. of them are buying a, a streaming service. Uh, I didn't. That's not what I was arguing at all. You said Star Wars or The Office is bigger. That's right. In terms confused. of now, if we're talking about like just the, the apps, yeah, I'm talking about like in well, terms of yeah, business. if we're because the office is a stream is a show. That, that's kind of hard to argue. It wasn't an <laughs> argument. I was taking a fact. Okay, moving on. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I, just, I can't. I can't allot any more brain power to this. Uh, uh well. last TV news. I hope it keeps you up tonight. <laughs> Yeah, it really will. It probably will. I'll probably think about it in two weeks. I'm already, I'm already <laughs> Just shake my head. Stop. <laughs> uh, last bit of TV news. We have the TV show Hellstrom was canceled by Hulu, which isn't a surprise. I watched the first episode. Just wanted to uh, include it in case, you know, all of our, all of our fans and <laughs> watchers <laughs> probably care about it. Never heard of um, it. What the fuck is it? Yeah. It's, oh, it's a Marvel, big, it's a Marvel show. I feel like we talked about um, it like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Uh, it was definitely episode two or something. It was forever ago. Uh, that's about it for TV news, so we'll move on to the two bits of gaming news. Uh, the one that I added is that Fortnite has added a limited time mode that you might want to stop me if it sounds familiar. But <laughs> ten, eight to ten people, I forgot the exact number, spawn in a map. And they have to do these random uh, duties or tasks, hmm. and then two of them I are disguised as the other ones, <laughs> and they have to eliminate the other people without a meeting being called and being voted out. Well, now I don't know how Epic thought of this. The, those people at Epic, they brainstorm all the time. They I'm meeting. Smart dude. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> This is like that That's one innovation. time where they, where they innovated with that one game mode where a hundred people dropped in, and Fortnite. you know when they when they invented that. Yeah, the game yeah, Fortnite. They made that. They made that whole game genre. Yep, they thought of it. Yep, for sure. They didn't copy anybody. You've got Call um, of Duty Fortnite. You've got the game <laughs> Fortnite. Right. When does this end? I guess that's my bigger You've got the spell, issue with this. Flinger. What, Fortnite or Among Us? Fortnite. No, Fortnite's uh, copying of things. What, I, what game can come out that Fortnite can't copy you think, unless you think it's this, an RPG? You think like the like the chairs and like you know the upper heads of that fucking organization are like just gaslighting everything like oh yeah i can't believe we came up with a super new innovative game mode guys like way to go <laughs> like yeah like we're so big look at us look at our contract with marvel like we made all this money it's I mean, our game now and then they just like sue among us and among us dies it's basically what yeah. league of legends did yeah I mean, of course and auto chess they just that's, copy shit yeah. and then it's more popular so it's, yeah. it's a winning formula that's that's what i think i think this it's, is a winning form. it's a power <laughs> I think this structure. is strictly gonna hit Among Us pretty hard. I don't think right it now. will. I think no, Among I don't think many young base, people play Among Us. their player base doesn't cross over? I don't think so. Are you joking? I, I think I, I, I think the viewers on YouTube cross over 
and now I think that the little kids who wanted to play Among Us will now play it on Fortnite. I don't think that hurts anything about Among Us. I think Among Us has it, its style. I think lends itself to kids. If you want to deep, you know, dig deep into that. I mean, no. there's nothing inherently terrible, like uh, mature, or violent about the game either. Minus so, the killing. Uh, I mean, and yeah, the stabbing blood. someone through their head. <laughs> yeah, well, and the blood. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think you'd be surprised how many young kids play, or sorry, Among Us. I think they watch a lot of Among Us content. I'm not denying that. I just don't think many people, like, even think... if they play the mobile version, like, they're really probably only playing with their friends. It's not an easy game to, like, pub. No, I think more I people are think. pubbing it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. I think games live or die on how popular they are on Twitch these days. So Pretty much, yep. I don't think Fortnite Among Us will beat normal Among Us in views. No, I'm That's not saying beat it. I'm saying it'll take a chunk from it. Because if I'm a 13-year-old, why would I want to move? You know, I have one game that can play multiple games where I can go watch this other game that just already is in this. You know what I'm right. saying? Right, right, right. Fortnite has more to offer. Yeah. So that's that's I, I just think this might hit Among Us more than I don't know. Uh, Maybe. Think. So we download it right now, or yeah, yeah I'm Fortnite playing it right I've, now. I've, I've been playing it. it this whole episode. <laughs> 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 He's been trying to find out who killed Red yeah. this whole time. Yeah, yeah I've been I've been faking uh, faking missions this whole time. Send me an bro. Our last and final piece of news is. <laughs> The fact that a League of Legends MMO has been announced unofficially through a tweet. Official. It's official, right? Like, uh, this he's, he's the guy working tweet, on it. Right? And he's like one of the ex-lead developers of WoW. He got switched over to Riot and everyone was like, oh, what's that going to be? And everyone was like, dude, it's going to be an MMO, come on. And now he's like, hey guys, I can finally tell you what that project I've been working on is, and it's an MMO. Well, they even said the- how many years ago that they wanted to do that, because there was like, hey, in the yeah, future we have we have the card game, we have auto chess, and then we have an MMO plan, and a shooter, and, and they, they've, they, answered, uh, they've done all of those except for the MMO so far. And they stole Seth Killian from, uh, I think he was working at his own studio. He's a fight designer, a fighting game designer. Oh yeah, they're doing so, a fighting game. Yeah, they're trying to do a 2D fighting game. Hmm. So I guess that'll be in the LOL universe. I'm yeah, assuming. soon TM. We'll, see it. we'll LOL... see it. We'll hear back any piece of news from that in like four years, I'm sure. So is Valorant <laughs> in the LOL universe? No, it's its own. It's its own thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all okay. new see, champions. See, I thought everything would be tied together. See, the card the game? Universe. The card game, the... Teamfight Tactics, uh, Auto Chess thing, and League are all linked. And the new supposedly, one that just came out. Supposedly the new RPG thing is linked to League. The only thing that isn't right now is Valorant the Shooter. Gotcha. That's, uh, that's what I was wondering, because it kind of looks... It, it looks as if it could be in the whole universe. If they're like, oh, during this time period. But, uh, yeah, no, that'd be the last piece of news. Yeah, that didn't take long at all. (laughs) It was like an hour. (laughs) Okay, okay, we'll move on to the section of this podcast where we talk about what we've done this week. Uh, I will start with... um, Dude, it's... We were talking about this before we went live. I feel so bad because I'm just playing so much WoW. 
It's just so much mm-hmm. wild. There's not, I'm not doing anything else. Um, well, good thing we made the news so long. Yeah. <laughs> so that is good. As far as music, I basically just listened to what I listened to last week, the new music that dropped, other than Kid Cudi. I didn't listen to that again. Uh, but the new Taylor Swift album, I listened to more. And then listened to... Um, Evermore? Evermore, yes. The new the new one. Um <laughs> And I listened to. Um, sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. that was, <clears throat> that's my initial reaction to things I hate. Brian Swindle's EP that I mentioned from you know, lead singer from that band I like. Uh, that was basically yeah. all I listened to this week. Um, started Big Mouth, the new season of Big Mouth. Uh, it's Big Mouth, you know, funny sometimes. Sometimes you know, whatever. Big Mouth. You just just. <laughs> Little kids being naked, nothing yeah, to see there. Weird. It was like <laughs> I was like it was like pretty chill. I was just like watching it and eating and then like one of the first scenes is Seth Rogan's character so Seth Rogan is in the new season. Yeah, he just it's pulls his he, balls he pulls out. his ball out and he's like holding his ball and <laughs> like one of his yeah, it's just like whatever, dude. Classic okay. Seth Rogan. So here's my here's my problem with Big Mouth. I think that it's stupid. But it's so me and my friends. And, like, like that Seth Rogen character, like, literally, I just went, like, Hunter's done that. Hunter does <laughs> like, it all the time. That's, that's, yeah, hun- like, that's, hun- like, <laughs> that's Hunter's favorite joke. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's funny. It's just, it's real life. <laughs> so it's fun. Yeah. I don't know. Um, watched a little more Animaniacs. I haven't finished the whole season yet. Uh, still show. good. Still just as Great good. Show. Um, I really feel like that's it. Um, I'm sure that someone's going to mention something and then I'm going to be like, oh yeah, I also did that. So, uh, we'll just stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll move on to Tristan since he's our guest. Tristan, what did you do this week? Um, I played Spider-Man Miles Morales. I beat it. Cool. Nice, dude. Is it hard? Is it hard? I played on the hardest difficulty. It's not hard. That's not hard. It's just a good game. It's a good game. Very beautiful. It's it's very short. It's about ten hours, fifteen hours to do a hundred percent. Is this sixty dollars? It's fifty. <laughs> seventy. I that. I'm like, mm, reasonable. Seventy. You get the original remastered as well. And then uh, I did. I played Demon Souls. Beat that. That was a good time. How's the and PS5 screen you? It's good, man. That's good. It's it's really nice. How's that controller? Oh, it's, damn it's it! Slick. It's slick. It's the only reason I want a PS5. God damn. I don't really like the uh, I don't like the adaptive triggers, honestly. And I find them kind of annoying, at least in Spider-Man. The resistance. It just feels like you're you got something in your fucking trigger, and it won't go down all the way. I don't like that. Right. But uh, on like TV show wise, I watch. I've been watching some Clone Wars. Try, trying to watch some Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. It's it's Difficult. it's hard, man. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Why is it hard? Whoa, whoa. Wait, why is it hard? It's just the first season, man. It's just you know, first season's kind of rough. That's where I'm at. So. Resident Sleeper. The yeah. the art style is definitely the most most distinct in the first season. Then it starts kind of going away from that cool watercolor. Yeah. I, I can't wait till you get past the first season. Let's put it that way. It's a, it's a chore, but uh, that's a, that's about all I've been doing. Cool, cool. Move on to John. 
I know it's uh, redundant, but uh, until school starts back up, it's going to be a lot more of me saying I've played way too much WoW. Way too much WoW. <laughs> a ridiculous, no gross... So much WoW. Like, just fucking... So much WoW. I need to be shamed for it, amounts of WoW. Uh, yeah. And Shame. then... Uh, I listened to the Jack Harlow uh, album all the way through. I started the Kid Cudi one and stopped caring about song three and didn't finish yep. it. You're telling me you didn't get to the song that he had the balls to call Mr. Solo Dello 3? Oh, shit. Go. No. Nope. <laughs> what, Wayne? I just remembered something else I listened to, but I, I think John's going to say it, so I'll just okay. tag along. Um, I don't know if I'm going to say it, because I'm pretty sure that's it outside <clears> of... <throat> uh, I also listened to Evermore all the way through, and it was basically B-sides of uh, Folklore. Folklore. Except for two, where she got a little bit more experimental, but they were in the absolute roys I did not want them to be. Specifically the one, the, uh, like, country Dixie Chicks, like, oh, I'm gonna, like, he, fucking no body, no crime, or something like that. And he it's killed like, her. Oh. And... Yeah. 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 That song did she kill sucks. him? Or, well, and I was like. Least favorite song on this the is like, It's like bad. just trash country music. Like, it's just not good. Yeah, I don't like, like that one. It's not even good country music, and she just did way too much shit to make it sound bad. Like, uh, but other than that, um, I tried to listen to the Brian Swindle one, and then I started playing WoW and forgot to f finish pressing play. So that was, like, the last thing I queued up before I went into my car and then started listening to the folklore again because folklore is that good. Okay. Um, which we'll hear from Noah shortly about how that's not true. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say, John, because I saw that you were listening to it, uh, the Chains the Rapper and Jeremiah Christmas album. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas, Little Mama. Christmas I think it's the third one. one. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it's fine. I th it, yep. like with the, with... I'll, I'll say this. The first song, The Return, hmm. actually a good song, only because Chance the Rapper decided to be Chance the Rapper of old. And say, then I, it... I like the first one. Yeah, I the mean, it's, it's worth giving it a shot if for nothing else than the return. I don't know why Hannibal Burris is on the second song. I couldn't <laughs> tell you, but... Um, the one that I like was Stranger at the Table. Because was that on the first one? I know it was on the second one. They had a Stranger at the Table on the second album. I don't know if they also did it on the first. the second one. Yeah, I th I was only able to listen. It was on SoundCloud. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. So I don't know if Stranger at the Table was one they've done three times or just the two times, but that was like my favorite song from the second album, and then it was also my favorite song from this album. But other than that, it was very fine. Again, Returns, good. Everything else was mids. I don't think I remember any hooks or lines or really anything about any of the other songs, but I just remember like... He really does that classic chance thing where, one, his voice actually sounds good and he's not doing too much random shit to it or singing too much. And then he does the, like, super crazy wordplay shit where it's not, like, as punchline-y as what Bino does, but it's just, like, you just get these weird slant rhymes that, like, just go and take you on a journey every line and you're like, okay, this is really fun. And that song does that, so I was happy about that. Is that all? You didn't watch anything? I didn't watch anything. Okay. Not a th well, I watched a movie. Right. Good. <laughs> Which we'll talk about. Yeah. Can't wait. Noah? 
Uh, yeah, uh, I'll start with music because I discovered a <clears throat> new album by a rapper named Dot Demo. Uh, the album's called Burn One, Tap In, Zone Out. And it's very, I would liken it to an Absol or something of that nature. It's very uh, not reliant on the hooks, kind of off the wall beats and rhyme schemes where the rhyme schemes don't really mesh at all, but you're still vibing to the song. Uh, very Absol-like. I'd recommend listening to it because Absol has refused to release an album in four years. So I need to fix somehow, <laughs> even Dude, if that's from another artist. I was thinking this. I mean, it's another TDE, so it's not quite Absol, but where's Kendrick's album? This quarantine has to have him fucking at least recording something. You know what I mean? He's got nothing but time. You'd think. And it's been, what, 2017? So it's been three. Well, he, he did uh, compile the Black Panther album and produce a lot of that, so that was two years yeah, ago. Yeah, and like all of TDE's on it, but I. Well, I if mean, you want to count that, that one, him. it's two, that but. Was pretty much yeah. Him. Yeah, but. I'm thinking a full still, Kendrick though, album. Still, yeah, He's got three years of songs to. I mean, even Black Panther era, I'm sure there's songs that didn't make it on that record. That he was like, oh, I'm saving this. Like, this is good, but it doesn't fit the theme or, you know, the soundscape we're going for. Either way, I was just yeah. like, I, I need a Kendrick album. Like, what? Yeah, where's that? Absol, we need, we need uh, we'll get those once we get the Black Hippie album, you know. That'll That's come what out we need. We need someday. the Black Hippie album. <laughs> Since it was only announced eight years ago. Dude, don't you know the Chance, uh, or no, the Kendrick Cole and the Chance Bina ones are coming oh, too? Yeah. <laughs> The Kendrick Cole, God, I've yeah, been dude. hearing about that album. The Chance to be no one. I've been hearing about that since the same year. I think it was like both like 2012, 2013. Yeah. Everyone was like, dude, these are happening. Look at all these singles that they're pumping out. <laughs> they're best buddies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, that's that's all I listened to. But watched, I only watched one. I watched the anime on Netflix, Erased. Um, did you watch that, Tristan? Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah um... I enjoy. Oh, I, John, I think you'll like it because you jack off that uh, old anime Conan. I jack. <laughs> John, you'll like that because you jack off that old. That's that's how I want every sentence to start. <laughs> you know the uh, detective who turns to a kid. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, case closed. Yeah, case closed. It's that, but in only twelve episodes, and the animation is fantastic. The writing. Yeah, what's it called? Right. Plot, sir. It's called what's Erased. Called? erased and it's about his life being erased yeah he gets transported nice. to being a kid pretty much nice. uh, yeah uh, it's actually really good Mark, what it, can I watch it on Netflix Netflix yeah it's one of those anime where the animation is so good you think back to yourself on how bad other animation has been right I mean the second I started watching that I think it's the second episode, and they were just doing some really crisp animation. I thought to myself, "Oh man, Devilman Crybaby sucks," and that's another anime on Netflix. But there's just a complete, uh, a stark difference between high quality, high frame animation and shitty animation. Um, yeah, but I'd uh, recommend the rest. I love when they change the aspect ratio when they yeah, go back to the past. It was fan like it made badass. it seem like a movie. Yeah, it's it, a badass. <laughs> it really felt like a twelve hour anime movie that you would sit down in theaters for. It's not bad. It's not bad. 
Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, pretty good ending too. It's nothing. Doesn't really fizzle out too hard like most anime. Is any longer? It yeah, oh, yeah. It's yeah. a good length. Definitely, twelve episode is the choice. Uh, other than that, I think I watched an episode of Simpsons. And I meant to watch Mando, but I totally forgot. I started. I watched the first episode of Mando. And okay. I was so bored that I didn't care to watch <laughs> the rest of the season. Literally the first episode, I was like, oh, that's okay. And then the last five seconds with Boba, I was like, oh, okay, that made me enjoy it, I guess. I mean, I well, I, I'll speaking, see you good. Speaking of Star Wars, I was going to say I play, I've been playing a lot of Battlefront 2, mm. and it kind of reminded me of the overarching Star Wars experience. Because in Battlefront 2, it being a three-year-old game, and it being a three-year-old bad game, you probably only enjoy maybe one out of four matches and actually have fun, but you like it because it's Star Wars. And I just liken that to the whole Star Wars property. You get one out of three good ones, <laughs> and you just convince yourself, oh, it's, it's a success. Good, yeah. you know? Are you saying yeah. Mando is not good, dude? I'm saying Mando is good, but I bet you three of the shows they announce are going to be terrible. Probably the Rangers of the High Republic one. Yeah, yeah, I bet you three of them are going to be bad, and then we'll get in one good show like Kenobi, and then uh, something else might suck. It's just the Star Wars experience, where one third of it is actually amazing. Uh, yeah, but that's all I did this week. That one third of the new movies is Episode Nine, right? Because that's the best. There's no actually, you know what? There's no third of the new movies. Because that's episode the... eight, the Jesus. only arguable one. You probably you probably just say one out of nine and say that was the only good one. Last time, <laughs> dude, last time episode. I was on, you talked about this bullshit. We man. talk no. we talk about every episode. That's <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, and I, I already said the Queeby, so we got that tally. Yeah, we we have a checklist of things we have to mention every episode. I made my roommate watch episode nine last weekend, so yeah. How was that? It's so it's good. Not good, man. It's so good. Uh, we talked about it on last episode. Go listen to last episode. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't remember you saying that about. Yeah, that's why we talked. To... Actually, that's why I. No, because because then you watched episode. Or you, yeah, you watched the first episode yeah. of Mando. Yeah. Right, right, right. <clears throat> right uh, that's, well, uh, that's, that's it. Let's move on. Well, we uh, we had a album that we listened to and a movie that we listened to. Uh, some watched but i listened uh multitasking for the warrior uh because oof wow. that was kind of that was kind of kind of something to watch uh i don't care which one we talk about first but the album was uh taylor swift's folklore we can do the album first because i have a lot more detailed notes on the movie okay okay, okay. Yeah. we'll right. start we'll start we'll start with you no how about that uh yeah what am um hold on i think i started a review this exact way a few weeks ago <laughs> Am I missing something? Because <laughs> I listened to this album. He doesn't get it. I he doesn't get the high. And I don't... Is this not how Taylor Swift has been sounding her whole career? Not it's at all. Her, not I mean, at all. Literally her because voice, I, I sure. I don't listen to her at all. So obviously this is go, coming from a uh, view of ignorance and the like. But I just assume this is how she sounded since forever. Nope. Um, no, I mean she usually makes like big pop records. Like, it's I gonna be know, like hella synths and then the other album or the other parts of the album or the actual album, you know, like, like bubbly much... breakup music, like music that sounds happy even if the lyrics are sad. Like, okay, that's well, like kind of classic pop. And okay, this was not it's that. It's good to know. 
Okay, well, it's good to know this is actually different from her stuff. Um, okay, next question. Is there anything deeper than the surface level of all this, of all these songs? There were three, I think, that were tied of, like, characters that weren't, like, her. Uh, because I just were... felt like or, I was and then there was the like same... Yeah. There's actually a lot different. Here. Yeah, there's a lot different, I feel like. Hmm. Again, I feel, I feel relative to previous albums and things. Level. Like, okay, if I get hit with this type of lyricism on a rap song or whatever, it's like whatever. It's on the surface level. But when I get hit with it on this dreary emotional note, I think I don't get it because everybody goes through breakups and everybody loves guys that don't love them back or give them enough time or... I don't know. It just seemed very uh, serviceable. Just there's nothing more to it. I will say rap has spoiled me because there's like really, really clever songwriting in the poetry that is rap, and I feel like a lot of like singer songwriters can get away with having a very beautiful voice and letting the actual vocals carry and the subject matter not being that important. This, the writing, I felt like was good to good enough. You know, good enough being on the lower end of the spectrum, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely more than just what's on the surface. I mean, like, there's literally one whole song that wouldn't be obviously about her because it's literally, by definition, about somebody else from the past, like a historical figure, the last great American dynasty. Uh, but it also, yeah, it. I don't really <laughs> like that song either, but it also can very literally apply to her today which was the whole thing. She's like, there's clearly like overlaps here between me and this woman that I've always been fascinated with. I, I will definitely say I did not hate this album. I didn't feel offended by any of it. I just felt to better enjoy it, I would have to be wine drunk at midnight and then maybe I could understand it more. But listening to midday or whatever, I just right. didn't Sober. get that, vibe, <laughs> that mood. Right. It, right. I don't know. The, I, I mean, the th there are. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, mine, mine is coming off topic. I was just going to say that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say there aren't like that many songs on my negatives. So there mm -hmm. aren't. It's not that there's so much trash on this album. Right. You just. See that it's much fine. About it, yeah. What songs did you like if you were to have songs that uh, you put on the like I, list? I liked uh, Hoax. A lot. I thought Hoax was one of them. that was. I put a plus by that one, so I know that's the one I actually really liked. Uh, then I had Epiphany, Exile, and Mad Woman. Mad Woman sounded like a poppy song, but I kind of jammed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, those were the four ones that it's like, okay, this is funny. I mean, obviously she's skillful and talented. You know, I'm not gonna argue that. But these are the four songs that I'm, I I'm honestly to. curious because this is the first Taylor Swift album I've actually really fucked with a lot. Like, there's always been songs, you know, that are really good pop songs that just get catchy and get stuck in your ear that you like. Um, this is the first album I've like been like, damn, this album is good. And I can't help but think it's just the other people on the album and not her. And like her voice and her writing is fine, but like I feel like all of their kind of orchestration of it all really put it in a different plane of so existence that's, that's the thing that like yeah. the other guy. Bonavere, yeah so that's the thing that like excited me the most was so i just i love taylor swift as a pop artist and then she announced that hey i'm dropping the surprise album with these people attached which Bonavere is 
one of my favorite artists like of all time and then you have like aaron desner of the national another band that i really love and you know it's like don't forget my my jack or i don't give i don't give a fuck about jack really (laughs) but uh he's fine um it's like behind fucking melodrama you can't deny the power that man has um that's lord's album that won all the fucking awards and was great uh and so when i was like when i read that i was like taylor swift and bonavere and aaron desner are all doing this album together like imagine like three of your favorite artists coming together and making a rap album though you'd be like hype as fuck for it like that's that was the reason why the I love... album. yeah yeah I okay enjoy... the black... <laughs> i enjoy the hypothetical but i really don't like when more than two rappers get together okay so two, two. Just... we'll limit it we'll, we'll say Flatbush, two. flatbush zombies we well they don't count they're fucking perfection they don't count <laughs> <laughs> and so you know it was like i appreciate her wanting to get into this like folk indie genre because it's not really that yet it has like a lot of the instrumentation but it's still like a pop album just like a slow pop album really i appreciate her like wanting to go that direction because that's the shit that i love to listen that's the stuff i listen to every single day of my life so like i think that's the biggest my takeaway not to completely interrupt but i think this was the kind of path that you were saying was that the it feels like a stripped back pop album yeah which is what i really liked about like she's clearly pop artist and it's literally just like an acoustic pop album and it doesn't have all of the fucking overdone instrumentation that typical pop music has and like the layered vocals and the weird fades and the pitching of the vocals and random guest features like it didn't need any of that mm-hmm. and i think that's why it excelled and you can continue sorry i was just saying that little tangent is also why i like did it. you want to add something to that no i don't know if you uh, i was just gonna say, say for an album called folklore it doesn't sound very folky yeah, so it's not. It's definitely <laughs> like a. But that's the thing is like. Yeah, I don't think it was like, supposed to be folky though, right? Like I well, think the term folklore was like. I'm, I'm sorry. I just when I hear <laughs> yeah. that and I hear that, acoustic guitar. That's what I was. That's what I thought going into it. That's kind of why I was disappointed. The only reason I thought that was because like she had the people attached to the project, so I was like, okay, it's gonna be this, but it was like her version of that, and like. <sighs> It's like I especially appreciate it more because she was like, I locked myself away, and you know, there's like the Disney, the thing on Disney Plus now where she's like, I'm in this cabin, like with these artists, and we just like locked ourselves away and like produced this album. Like, Bon Iver has an album called For Emma Forever Ago, which is like one of my favorite albums. It's like sad as fuck. That's like the epitome of like this genre, and like he literally locked himself in a cabin for like three months by himself. Like, didn't speak to any, like, that shit is hardcore. Taylor Swift's like, I like that, but I'm going to do it with my friends and do my version of it, turn it down a little bit. And I'm like, I love what she did with it. That's like, she was going for it. She did her own version of it. And if, like, if she keeps doing this, I like it. If she keeps going down, she wants to go hardcore with it. I like it. Um, Yeah, that's, I appreciate her, like, working with my favorite artist. She did me a favor. She didn't even know she did me a favor. What do you think about Tristan? Well, I'm not into music as much as you guys are. You guys really dissect it and you, you kind of live it. And I, I'm more of a... I say I'm more, <laughs> I wear the music on my shirt. <laughs> I, I mean, compared to most people, including me, uh, you know, I just kind of listen to songs. I don't listen to albums. I don't do any of that. Honestly, for me, it's because of fucking nine weeks on this show. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, you guys live it. So when I'm listening to this one, I think I really like folk music a lot. 
you know i have a whole playlist filled with it like you know stuff like lumineers jack johnson sean hayes damien rice all that i i love that's my favorite kind of music just like what uh lane was saying i love the sad full banana pancakes yeah yeah and so i i i I go into it and i you know I, i don't know much about it i see you know who's on it i see it's called folklore so i'm like i got an expectation and it like you said, uh, it was like a light pop album, not a folk album. Mm. And so I I didn't hate any of the songs, but I didn't vibe with any of the songs super well either. I did not like the song Illicit Affairs. That is definitely on my negatives with a negative sign. So it's like okay. even more negative. I have no negatives from this album. Uh, Evermore has like one and a half but I don't hate anything from this album. My three best being The One, uh, Exile, and My Tears Ricochet. Those are my top three. John, did you have... If you didn't tell us, you... Uh, my top three, if I had to say, would be... Top, top, top whatever. Top 16. Yeah. Top it's closer to 16 than it is to three. But The One, Cardigan... August and Betty probably. Yeah, Maybe my tears ricochet. I, I don't like Betty. I don't like Betty. August. Well, is see, good. that's that's what I was saying too. Is that uh, there's like I don't know why you know people choose to do this, but like even like for, so for Mac Miller on Faces, <clears throat> right? There's the happy birthday, wedding, funeral trifecta back to back to back. Makes like a very clearly linear story. Each song's different, but it tells a story overarching. Apparently, Cardigan, August, and Betty are the same two characters, not her or, you know, another boy, but just two random fictional characters she wrote, and she kind of just, like, interspersed their songs. And I feel like for an album that's not telling a story, but it's just creating a sound, it was weird to just randomly splatter these songs, so it wasn't until, like, I was, like, looking up the lyrics because I thought I was mishearing a line. Hmm. That someone was like explaining on Genius, like, oh yeah, she talked about this in the documentary, and these are three songs that are all connected, and it's a trilogy. And I was like, why not put them in order? But I do like all the songs individually. I was just making a point that. Yeah. I mean, uh, but I, I I really didn't like Illicit Affairs either, so that's funny that you said that. I also <laughs> really, really did not like The Lakes, and it hmm. goes to my point that I kind of want to make about the movie too. There's this thing with people who want to be perceived as smart where they make statements that can catch smart people's attention and make dumb people think they're smart. And all you have to do is like know the name of a poet or the name of a classical composer or know like a quote from an old book. You know, that you may love, you may love that old book, but that's the only old book you've read, maybe the only book you've read. <laughs> and you know the quote, and now you're a fucking legend. And so the lakes is all about like you know, she's got this romantic idealism of like, oh man, like all these poets that live by the lakes and like found seclusion and, you know, really found their true inspirations in solitude. And she starts naming people and she like literally names Robert Frost and then literally does the fucking allusion to him with the road less traveled in a separate song. And I'm like, everyone knows that. Like, it doesn't feel clever or creative to use one of the most used American poems in your song. It feels lazy. You know, even if it speaks to you, I'm sorry. Like, it just is true. 
and then like you know William Wordsworth and just like all these like romantic writers. I was just like, ugh, like it just feels lazy. Um, so I really did not like that song. But then Exile, I wanted to like. I, I really did. Bit, I guess Boniver, who was singing. Yeah, Alex yeah, Boniver. I really like. I really really like him. And there's a point, all the way up to where I like, and then immediately I start disliking it. And it's when they try to harmonize. And yeah. then they do some real fucking Bon Iver shit and, like, layer multiple voices of themselves pitched up and down over top of each other. So it harmonizes. It sounds okay. But you took what was basically, like, an acoustic song and turned it into, like, an electric-sounding song with all of these weird audio textures that I did not like at all. And then it just ruined the song. And it also goes on for, like, five minutes, so you can't really fucking have annoying sounds for that long and me like it but uh, yeah that's a really really good album in my opinion and i've been listening to it all week like pretty much nothing else besides it besides a few things i said and and what's what's poppin remix dude i cannot stop listening to it it's been like eight months i won't listen to it it's so good i I feel like i hear i feel like i I get in the shower and i'm just like (laughs) what's poppin between (laughs) you and daniel i hear like like I hear like random lines and I'm like, Oh, I wonder what that song is. And I hear what's popping afterwards. And I was like, it's all the same song. You guys are both just singing the same song nonstop. It's like, I've, yeah, ne- I've never listened to this. It's song. that catchy. It's that catchy. It's like uh, I of- didn't realize folklore came out on my birthday. I was like, yeah, oh, happy birthday. Man, I don't really love. Happy birthday. happy birthday. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely an okay out of 10 for me. Passable out of 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Yeah, me too. That's above, above, above passable. <laughs> probably probably like a like a strong yes it's a 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 for me all right so warrior uh we'll go lane last and we'll go tristan first uh so i I think i'm just a sucker for sports movies (laughs) (laughs) i mean i just like get into it (laughs) but yeah it was a good movie i liked it um there are some things I did not like about it. It kind of is it's so unbelievable. Like there, it just did not feel Thank like you. it yeah. would happen. I got sucked out of it so many times. It's I was Spartan. like, uh-huh. Like, <laughs> I know okay. MMA, uh, you know, wasn't the biggest thing in 2011. Not like the biggest thing in the world. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's Jordan big Saint enough Pierre to wear... It's big enough to where two random guys who have not really fought that much. One of them apparently fought in the MMA, MMA, MMA a little bit, UFC, but it, the other one did not. And they both get into this fucking tournament that has the highest <clears throat> uh, fucking prize pool ever. Like, I just don't, it's not believable. I think that is now I'm, me living in 2020, rewatching it. It's believable because I think anytime, like, there could be a video that goes viral of some random fucking person doing like the who am i trying to think mason ramsey the kid that yodeled in walmart he like now like tours as a musician he has like an album and shit because he just went viral on a video so it definitely makes sense in 2020 it makes sense for me to see like oh there's that video of him kicking this dude who's already in the tournament he kicked his ass he's like we got to get him in here too that's that's like a rematch dude there's so much money to be made there like I, it makes sense that like, but yeah, back in 2011, that it's unbelievable that that would really happen. So here's my problems with the unbelievable line of thought. It's less that two people from around the world 
could be the strongest men alive at the welterweight class. That's believable. Two white men who are brothers, who haven't seen each other in years, you know? Mm, sus. One who hasn't trained or exercised, and then in eight weeks gets from yeah. teacher bod <laughs> to shape of his life, top mm. of the world. And he's, well, he yeah, he's, he's, he's like 30, 33, you know? He's like, yeah, yeah he's like past his prime. Like, like, but, but, his, but his thing was like, he never beat anybody by like knocking them the fuck out. He like he won right, because he, he was he, able. He well, right. yeah, he was able to fucking take hits. Like he could stand. Like I assume we're, are we talking about Brendan or the, Tom well, Hardy's? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah, Brendan's no, character, yeah, Brendan, Joe Alderson's character, yeah. His thing was like he can take as many hits as you can throw, and then he's gonna win because you get tired and he gets you by TKO instead of like just punching you and knocking you out. So that's why, like, the training for eight weeks. And it's, like, I relate to, like, the training for eight weeks. If someone told me, like, hey, you have eight weeks to, you know, I haven't I haven't touched a musical instrument in two months. And even when I was doing it this semester, it was, like, very rarely. So it's been, like, since March, really, since I've even, like, been playing anything. If someone was, like, and that's different because he was, you know, a teacher for years. But if someone were, like, hey, you have eight weeks to learn this and you haven't played in like almost a year, I'd be like, okay, I could do it. I'll just fucking crank. But I think you're comparing learning one piece of music or even one Anything. set list. Tell me, yeah, okay. Tell me, I'm you need me you to play two to play hours. For the New New York Philharmonic. Yes, I could do and it. You got to play an instrument yeah. you haven't played in years. Yeah. No way. Yes, I could do it. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> and play better than everyone else. You have to you have to steal the show on the triangle. I could do it. No, I could do it. The thing I is, could. It, there, his strategy he had to outlast his opponents, like it, it hardly even came to play into play because each fight was only up to. I think the longest one was like round three or four, and that was the final fight. It wasn't like they're going, you know, six, seven right. rounds. It's like over in one, two, or three. I also feel like that, that that was one point of the unbelievable. Like, how about when they find out that he's a deserter? I don't think the U.S. fucking government is gonna be like, well, everybody, we gotta fight here. We gotta respect the laws of MMA before we arrest this guy. Definitely, that's I, like, weird. I, I, that I was weird. That, man. But I think the weirder thing is that the all the fucking soldiers are still rooting for him. Like, yeah. hey, that guy. Yeah. Just, be spitting on him. And they, yeah. they were cheering him on still. I think they would. And, I believe it. And or, or or that they were two just Americans in general, like. I would believe some random fucking dude in Iceland who's got nothing better to do but lift fucking pounds of fish or whatever the fuck they do in Iceland all day. Like, I'm sure he could be one of the strongest men on Earth and somehow randomly be good at fighting, but, like, why is it that this physics teacher just clutches his way in? Or why is it this random Marine who's changed his name and identity randomly gets into a gym one day, randomly fights the fucking, you know, welterweight champion of the world, randomly gets a I do video, that. like I just go into Floyd Mayweather's fucking gym and gym. just knock like, him out one punch. <laughs> can I go into his gym? Is it just public? Can I do that? I know Floyd Mayweather is a public gym. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's a lot of steps there. It's like a little <laughs> unbelievable. Okay. It's, it's like really a little weird. unbelievable, but it's like you're kind of blowing it way out of proportion. It's not that okay, crazy. Okay, how about this? How about this? Well, how about the really fact weird. that Go ahead, Noah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you've oh, got it, Noah. Say, I've been raining. My, I've been raining. My problems with the movie, not one of them is believability. <laughs> <laughs> I just took that as face value, whatever. It's a plot of a movie. If you boiled down every plot, you'd be, oh, how come he didn't 
stop at that stop sign. You know, they're very minutiae, or some minutiae that would get lost in a movie. But my problems uh, with the movie, really, are the direction felt so uninspired, I felt like any motherfucker could have made this movie. I completely agree i had the same thought and then i went well it's a sports movie these rarely go oh wow look what they did here (laughs) like such interesting camera work such interesting choices and you know where they angled things or how they cut it up like nah i don't think this is gonna win any awards for editing or direction and i didn't uh, expect it to yeah no well the direction i didn't really love or anything uh but this is kind of one of my problems with the star is born how it felt corporate even though that's real world, whatever. This movie felt so corporate, it hurt. It was even more so than a Star Wars. Tap movie. out, tap out, tap out. Fucking every single brand name and announcer you could think of, uh, MMA people. Selling their brand, yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. I, I really do. I get everyone's making money. It just felt corporate. And then that didn't help when the movie is just the fighter mixed with blood sport. And they literally just put those plots together and that's the plot we got (laughs) there's nothing to the plot other than that the last believability comment i want to make is that the whole welterweight class the teacher looked like he maybe weighed like 165 170 tom hardy and the russian dude looked like 195 190 each like tom hardy looked like a goddamn silverback gorilla yeah tom hardy dude like fucking yeah, dude, he was balking up for could, Bane, dude. Yeah, because this was a year before he, Bane. He could have, he could have eaten another human being yeah. during the film, and I would be like, "That's believable. Like, this man's an animal," <laughs> you know. But like, the other, the other fighters, like I forget which one it was, but something Santos, I think. Like he looked like a scrawny, almost like featherweight, which is like welterweight's like right on the cusp, right? But there was like two distinct heavyweight fighters. They would have just killed the other. Like it's not believable at all. Tom Hardy character would have killed every single person he fought and the russian dude would have killed every person they fought until those two fought and he would have dragon ball z style showdown of just biggest punch wins i will say the acting in this movie is absolutely superb that is one thing i literally minus the ahab scene i almost had to skip through that scene i thought that was was shit i thought that was terrible i thought thought it was really bad i thought it was bad that's good I say something when i first saw nick Dolly in in there at the very beginning i was like is that Josh Brolin in a in makeup. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, is that? I mean, I did it. Josh Brolin. <laughs> I was like, no shit, it's a real guy. No, I thought <laughs> Nick Nolte. Like uh, when uh, Joel Edgerton's character wins his first fight, and he's just walking past Nick Nolte, and Nick Nolte's like, "Good job," and the guy's like, "Yeah, thanks, Dad." And he's just okay, son. I just thought that was the most awkward, just perfect. Okay, this guy knows he's a fuck up dad, but he's like, okay, son, <laughs> just can't argue. See, I think I think Tom Hardy probably wins that for me for oh, acting. Yeah, Tom Hardy. I don't think him. anyone else did even close to as good because I think the rest of it was mids. Like it was fine, nothing was egregious except for the wife, Brendan's wife. Uh, oh, I felt good. like she was just really bad, and she's from House, and I felt really bad shitting on an actress from House. Oh, that is her. It, it, yeah, but I was like, <laughs> I just, nah. I wasn't that it was by Tom Hardy's performance, really, because it just seems like another Tom Hardy job. He didn't really go out and do anything that I wouldn't expect him to do. He's the quiet, 
meathead that is a badass. Yeah, but this is probably what got him to that point. Maybe, but I don't know. I just didn't... Since this is like two or three years. I didn't feel inspired by it. it right. I'm not saying it's bad, but it just wasn't. It didn't stand out to me. I guess My... maybe I didn't even think about it being Tom Hardy because I was so lost in him being his character. Everyone else, I was like, this is an actor, which I guess was the difference for me. I was readily taken away from the movie when anyone else was on screen. And when he was on screen, I was like, oh, yeah, like, what? what's he going to say to his brother? Because his life is fucked up, and you could tell this guy's, like, got serious trauma. Yeah, when he was on screen, all I, I, all I could think of is, why why is this guy so fucking sweaty, dude, all the time? He's, like, <laughs> He's real sweaty. slimy, dude. Meat like, sweats, right man. Fight, dude, he is slimy. See, this movie could have definitely went down in my mind as a solid, great eight or eight and a half out of ten or something. And to bring this into perspective, I really like the fights and how there's a good weight to them all. And I was, I felt pretty tense for most of the fights, I would say, I would argue. Even uh, like the fight with Kurt uh, Angle, whatever his character was, Koba. Uh, <laughs> even like there's good weight until the fucking climax. And that song started playing. That took me out of the whole movie. I was yeah, absolutely, I, the, I was pretty annoyed by the movie. I thought the score and the soundtrack both. The soundtrack when they use real songs and the score when they, you know, have a composer actually make some original music, both were bad. See, I thought it was fine until literally the last fight and the last climax between the two brothers is just cut between, or, you know, has this shitty song I don't care for overlaid on top of it and then I'm supposed to care about everything that's happening underneath the song I, I just they really it feels like uh, if you guys ever saw World War Z hmm. not in any way shape or form other than the fact that it's climax felt so squandered that it definitely took the movie down a notch okay all valid That's points. Do you, think they, do you think they did a good setup to have uh, Joel Edgerton, Ed, Edgerton uh, win? Like, do you think that the reasoning Tom Hardy lost is just because, oh, I'm fighting my brother. Oh, everyone knows I deserted. You think they played that up enough? Or... I didn't really care about that conflict at all. But I feel like that's the, that's the conflict that made him lose that fight, I think. See, he's just fucking... One shot in people, man. One punch. He man. should. He literally would not have lost that fight in a million years. Period. Yeah. I don't care if that was a real, true story, and he was really about to go to. You're really about to go to jail. This is the last thing you're doing in public. Like, <laughs> you're going out at the bank. <laughs> you're pissed off. He didn't get apprehended once it ended. No, they walked, walked off together. Hand hand. Let me get the silent walk out. Ooh, <laughs> don't want to look at me. I'm holding my bubby. <laughs> like, yeah. eat my fucking ass. Can't dude. <laughs> You can't arrest that, that movie was at least a four and a half for me out of ten. Wow, that hurts. I'll even say, I I'll even say um, the fight with with a rematch with Mad Dog when he when Tom Hardy spears him and you literally don't see the fucking spear. You just see. I them thought I missed the, the punch. Yeah. No. I thought I missed the punch. It was not no. there. He spears him like a classic uh, Goldberg or Edge move, which is one of the most classic, iconic MMA WWE moves you can think of, and you don't see it. 
I don't know. This movie feels probably because Tom Hardy was unable to tackle him. I don't know. This movie just feels like it squandered a lot. I'm gonna keep saying the word squander. It's squanch. Yeah. Uh, squanch. I, I think. I think like you said though, you felt tense during the fights. I think that's that's hard to do in a sports movie to actually feel like oh shit what there's a lot on the line here what's gonna happen is i because going into the final thing you're like okay well maybe you know i could see koba beating down fucking tom hardy and then the brother is in there in the fucking finals and then they're fighting and it's like oh shit the brother beat koba or something like that you know for the classic exactly well i um would almost argue that the fighting isn't hard to do because natural MMA fighting, if you literally just put the camera on the side, I'd still feel pretty tense. <laughs> like, the natural act of fighting is still going to give me a tense atmosphere without good direction or bad direction, I think. So the weight of those fights, while good, isn't really that impressive. And I feel like those were the most scenes in which there was the least soundtrack or score and it was a lot more ambient noise to make you feel like you were really on the sidelines or really like the cameraman in the cage with them you know like sometimes it was like you were the you know what's the guy who's like the ringside dude trainer whatever or you were like on the announcer's table at some scenes some scenes you were like in the actual cage as the cameraman um you know shooting it live for espn or whatever but they used a lot more like feels real footage as opposed to like hey this is a fixed cam mounted on you know some kind of overhead and we're just watching this thing happen for x number of minutes for the duration of the scene it felt a lot more action-packed and i I thought the pacing was good the weird little montage in the middle too kind of had me fucked up i didn't care about it at all the training montage i I was like i don't know if you can read it but that's on my negatives that's That's a lot of doodles doodles. point montage yeah, I just yeah they didn't know how to progress it. They were like, fuck, man. we got to progress so many different threads at once just which to get is, the movie. Which is super sad because I thought the uh, beginning intro on how they uh, do the exposition on the Brothers History, where it's just Nick Nolte drunk watching reruns, I thought that was incredible. Like, that is a fantastic way to do exposition. That set up the history for the whole family when they just had the announcer tell you it all and Nick Nolte's not drunk, but, you know, watching the old reruns. Uh, sad about whatever i thought that was incredible and then they do a shitty montage where there's three fucking panels going on i feel like this movie would have been really good when i was 11 and really into like hard rock music and really fucking just random eastern kentucky white boy shit and now i'm like i don't care about any of this it's boring and lame I'd rather and just, just feels it didn't feel real yeah i'd rather watch the fighter i'd rather watch Fucking Christian Bale and uh, yep. was it Mark Wahlberg, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, a good and movie. They, like, oh yeah, I don't. I just this movie was fine. <laughs> I it. I it. it was fine. I didn't hate I didn't it either. Hate it. It, was it was just fine. Yeah, I literally put eight or seven out of ten. It was gonna be an eight out of ten, but that climax. No. You were gonna give it eight out of ten with the montage if it just yeah. ended better. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I kind of felt like it was alright. Like it sure, yeah. was serviceable. Sure, uh, I do. Uh, all I have to say is one mean? thing. I, I just mean a climax that doesn't have a shitty song over top of oh, the okay. climax. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the ending because I thought the ending was actually pretty well timed because there wasn't some, oh, uh, 
let's get a shot of them at the house being brothers together and hanging out with a cookout or something. There wasn't any of that bullshit, which I enjoyed. It was just the climax that I had a problem with. All right, Lane, let's hear your thoughts on your favorite movie of all time. All I have to say, not my, not my favorite movie of all time. All I have to say is, um, fuck you guys, this movie's great. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I got to say. tell me more? I just liked it. <clears throat> I can't, I don't, I don't. No, you like but, it as much as you did when you first saw it? Um, Is there anything that you just like? I'm saying, did it hold like up? It? Yeah, Does it stay as good as it's... all the other viewings? Probably not. Um, like, I think that it's... I'm with Noah, like, on the, like, believability. It's, like, it definitely... Like, there, like it would take... I, I think that everything in the movie could have happened. It would have been, real, like, very slim chances of all of it happening. But I'm like at face value, like imagine this is like the point zero 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 one percent chance, and the movie's about that. That's so I just kind of like watched it as that. It didn't bother me that it was like the two brothers who like haven't fought in forever, or like in this big tournament or whatever. It didn't bother me. Um, one of my big things, John, you mentioned with the album was like, like the like with in this movie, well, like Beethoven, Beethoven. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. Beethoven oh, and the like Beethoven uh, yeah. Entry song. Sorry, yeah. I thought that's what you were referring to, other than no, because I was thinking uh, the fucking Moby Dick. Moby Dick, like, yeah. So why, I, why are we overlaying Moby Dick here? There's just no reason. My thing is like no some deeper meaning. My thing, <laughs> maybe there is. I don't know, but my thing is like Frank. He's like, I think it's a cool idea that he his thing is like I train my fighters to think classical music to remain calm. Okay, not all classical music is calm or whatever, but I get what he's trying to do. It make it's cool, but like the fact that he's like it's like Ode to Joy by Beethoven is the one like it's literally right, like, like the director classical music. That's like the most known song. The di the director remembered <laughs> Ode to Joy because he was in sixth grade band when he was in middle school because they played that on his fucking recorder or whatever, and then he he quit band after that year and his like years he just for some reason liked Ode to Joy and he's like I'm gonna use this in a movie one day. And this was the movie he decided to use it in. Um, so that really bothered me. There could have been a lot better. They could have even composed something new. And it would have been totally, they would have been way better. Um, so the soundtrack did I mean, bother me. Yep. They quite literally could have picked any classical Anything. song since there's no trademark. Anything. I would have been fine with the fucking uh, Arrival, the song that I've heard now in two other movies, if I heard it in this movie too. Like, oh man, I don't know. Um and then I I liked the so you were mentioning Noah the song at the end when that came on, yeah. I don't like the ending really. I like that it was like he you know dislocates Tom Hardy's shoulder and Tom Hardy's yeah, like I'm not fine. he's like I'm not giving up and then they fight they keep fighting he's like dude I don't want to fucking you're my brother I don't want to fight you Tom Hardy's like fuck you keep fighting me. Um, past that yeah they probably would have just came in and like arrested him and taking him out there wouldn't have been anything else like that like it was it was even why weird did they, why did he sign up for the fight for five million dollars his house isn't worth five million dollars just ways to get not five hundred five million dollars in eight weeks and not fucking lose your house like his motivation i didn't even get for why he was fighting like you have he... to lose your house his thing was his original thing wasn't to do it because he because he was like i can do these fucking you know strip club fights for you know hundreds of dollars you know every couple of nights like i can do i can kick these like 
punk's asses. Right, idiot's and then, asses. And right. then it was like Frank's dude who was supposed to be in the tournament hurt himself. And then he just right. saw an opportunity. He's like, well, I'm a good fighter. And the guy who's supposed to be going, I have like a direct tie to do this. Like, I'm just going to try to it's, That would solve all my problems. So that makes sense to me. Um, uh, but also like he, he was also kind of forced out of it by his wife. Because the he she didn't want their children seeing him get beat up. It's like his passion to do it. He wanted yeah. to fight. It just he had yeah. He liked fight. fighting. He was good at it. Yeah, like yeah. So it doesn't bother me. But I was gonna say the last song at the end. Um, it was weird and it didn't really bother me at the end though. Um, I didn't realize I've had this song saved in my daily playlist for like three years. I just it's the, the it's a song by the National. Um, and I love it. And when I heard it tonight, I, I rewatched it tonight. And I was like, I heard it for the first time. And I was like, oh, my God. I didn't even know this song was there. And I got excited. Um, that's all I had to say about that. But ending was fine. I like the movie. Uh, fuck you, John. Totally and watchable. Totally watchable. Half, uh, half fuck you to Noah. Uh, Tristan, I fuck with because he liked it. Uh, and that's I like it. I like yeah. I'll, I'll I, it. I, I get so caught up in it sometimes, you know. You're like, oh yeah. shit, is he yeah, the fight scenes? I was like, out? oh yeah. shit. They almost made it a war movie, and I was almost completely torn to just say this is trash. But it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, whatever. All right, I think that's okay. all we got on. Is that all we got? Yeah, that's all we got. I think that's. Episode. I think. That, I think that's a good two-hour episode. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> It has been episode nine of Wait, Bad Friends Worst suge- or- Critics. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot the Picks. suggestions. Because next week is Christmas. We are going to do... I think so. It is. I'm just trolling. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> uh, we are going to do a special movie for our viewing, which is going to be Die Hard, picked by Tristan Hill. Classic Christmas movie. And our album is going to be Little Ghost by Moonchild. I'm Noah Davis, along with Lane Wellman, John Pina, and our special guest, Tristan Hill. See you next week. That's it.